Hey, this is a Hakawati production. Hey, thanks for joining us in the men's room. Our guest today is Rabia Jeha. He's a Lebanese architect who's just won a bunch of awards at the Commercial Interior Design Awards in Dubai. He's known for designing some of the coolest nightclubs and the most eye-popping shops. Welcome, Rabia Jeha. Thank you, Nadia. So basically, you just won the Oscar of the architecture world, right? <laughs> uh, maybe not uh, an Oscar, but a very nice uh, reward. I mean, is there anything bigger than these uh, commercial interior design awards that happen in Dubai? Do they happen every year? They happen every year. Uh, the commercial interior design awards are uh, today the, the reference in the, in the region, in the Middle East, for the interior design projects. Okay. You won some pretty important awards too. You won three. You were like the star of the of the evening. You won Best Interior Architect overall, which is probably like the the main Oscar, right? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Then you won the Best Commercial Space and the Best Nightclub too. Can you tell me about those pro the projects that you submitted to that won you those awards? Yes, uh, this year was a very intense year and the, the awards we, we won last week were a very nice uh, reward for the for the 2019 uh, uh, year for us. So I'm going to try to present the awards as they uh, they came during the night. So uh, the first award was the interior design of the year for best bar and bars and clubs. Yeah, which bar was it? It was for Bao. It's a rooftop lounge on the waterfront of uh, Beirut. Uh, it's uh, it's an award we actually won last year. Okay. So it was the one I wasn't expecting to to win. Right. Uh, it's hard to believe that we were gonna bring home another the one. same award two years back to back. What was it for back. last year? Last year it was for two weeks. Another club. It's a winter club, indoor club. In, uh, on the waterfront of Beirut also, facing the, the port. And for this year, it was for Bao. It's a summer rooftop. Can you just describe a bit like what the, the club looks like? The I've never been. Bao is a very interesting project. It's, uh, uh, the Bao is the goddess of uh, sky and dawn. So the idea was to recreate this temple for the goddess Bao. It's inspired from Asian temples. It has a monumental, uh, monumental feel. It's all vermilion red, very strong colors. And in the middle of the place, we have an old ruin of the goddess Bao lost behind uh, a jungle. Ooh, <laughs> sounds crazy! It's a, it's a nice, and you, you should you should I go. Should. It's, it's still uh, it's still summer, so you yeah. can uh, you can pass by okay. whenever you want. All right, we'll do. So and then so you won that one that award again. Mm -hmm. Then you also won best commercial space. Is that the one you're going to talk about next? The second one yeah. was the interior design award for retail of the year. Yes. And this is a project that is very close to my heart because it's a project for the brand Image d'Orient, uh, a brand we all know and that is that exists in uh, that is omnipresent in our homes and part of our daily lives. Image d'Orient is a is a brand founded 20 years ago by uh, Peggy and Cherbil Raphael, and it's sold everywhere in the world in 54 countries. It's present in all our really? homes, but they never had a flagship or a boutique for this uh, this brand. So we had the 
pleasure to design a home for this vagabond brand. And the vagabond play, brand, I like that. It, because it's mm -hmm. been 20 years. Yeah. So uh, we worked with the inspiration they already had for the brand. It's very Mediterranean. It's very colorful. And they chose a place on uh, Rue du Liban in the middle of Achrefillet. Very low ceiling, very tight, uh, narrow space. So Yeah, the rent is expensive there, huh? <laughs> So, so we try to render the, the, the space to accommodate this beautiful brand. It's all uh, arches. It's a very beautiful blue, light Mediterranean blue color. And we try to make the contrast with the, with the red. The red is everywhere on the ceiling, on the table. And it's, it's, it represents the brand. It's an old meets new. It's the Mediterranean heritage meets meeting a contemporary setup for the brand. Mm. It sounds really... Well, I saw pictures, actually. Mm -hmm. It looks really cool. But, you know, you can never really tell a space until you're there in, in real life. It, it, experimenting the space is, uh, is the best way to perceive what, what we've done. But then again, when they're giving out these awards, they're basing it all on pictures, right? Uh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Were there, uh, and then you had one more award. So the third award, which is the ultimate award of, uh, of the night. It's the last one. It's the most prestigious uh, uh, award because it, uh, it rewards a designer for all the projects he's done uh, over the year and the last years. And the surprise I felt when I was called on stage to receive this award is very hard to describe. Mm. I wasn't expecting it. I was already happy having yeah, bringing home two awards. I, I was ready to call it a night. And receiving this award was uh, a, a, a very nice... Uh, recognition. Recognition. Yeah. For me personally, for the hardworking team I have here, it was a beautiful uh, experience. It's amazing. So, like, Khalas, you're the best. Like, <laughs> where do you go from here? <laughs> well, well, we move forward. We try to do better, to learn from, from our project. We try to uh, present new experiences for each and every project we have the, the, the opportunity to work on. Yeah, so you have projects all over the world, right? I mean, you're based here in Beirut. Um, where we record the show, but you have uh, do you have projects in other countries? Actually, we are uh, working on projects in the Gulf region, in uh, in Qatar, in Saudi Arabia, and we're working in Africa on a project in Nigeria. Wow, what are you doing in Nigeria? In Nigeria, we're working on a restaurant, bar, lounge in Lagos. Have you been? Have you I've been there? I've been uh, actually. I went for the first time to Lagos uh, to to visit the space. And I fell in love with this, uh, with the city, with Africa, with the vibrant colors, with the people over there, so friendly, the hospitality, and it. I wasn't expecting that, and you know, when you, when you, when you, when you don't expect, you feel it ten times yeah. uh, more. Absolutely. Um, how's the food over there? Just curious. The food, I, I, it was, it was a quick trip. I, see, I didn't yeah. have have the occasion to to try a lot, but from what I tried, it was it was very good. Yeah, it's that's an amazing experience mm -hmm. to get to go to these places. I'm looking forward to now that the project is is being developed and the construction is uh, is starting on yeah. site. I'm looking forward to go back. And, when is uh, it? When? How long does it take to build a nightclub like to, that? Uh, 
to build a place like that, it's, it takes maybe a few, three to four months of designing and six months of, uh, of construction, depending on the scale and the level of details. Yeah. Sometimes we go faster. Sometimes Can you say the project. name? Uh, the name, it's Z Kitchen. Z Kitchen? Yes. Like... Z, Z, Z letter? Yes, exactly. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you have some all over the region as well. Are they mostly um, like restaurants and nightclubs? Is no, that most? Actually, in, in, uh, in Doha, in Qatar, we're working on a gym. Okay. In uh, Saudi Arabia, we're working on a, on a restaurant. It's a burger joint. We're working on another place that which is a retail. And so uh, what we like about our work and what I personally like about our projects is the diversity. It's uh, we like we have projects in retail, in hospitality, commercial projects, residential projects. Yeah, are you and still doing residential? Of course. Yeah. And and we're working on a couple of residential that might not uh, look like the project we've seen and we were talking about now, but we are renovating a 19th uh, century uh, a house uh, in the middle of Beirut and it's a completely different challenge it's a completely different experience and different approach this is all about preserving the heritage preserving the history trying to for once because you know we see in in, in Beirut and it's very sad all the, the the old buildings being torn down replaced by towers so when we have the opportunity of working with clients who have the will to preserve the to keep to, yeah. to, to, to it's uh, it's a wonderful experience yeah definitely so how many projects are you juggling now like in the practice uh, we are working on at different uh, different stages on a dozen of projects and how many people do you have on your team today we are a team of 10 okay mm-hmm. between architects and interior architects and designers so are you as the head architect I imagine you have a team of mm-hmm. architects and people who do other things as part of the the, the whole project. Are you always um, the person who kind of leads all the initial direction and then people kind of pick up from there? Or do you... Um, delegate. Delegate. Ah, you see, yeah. you're helping me speak English. <laughs> you're awesome. So uh, uh, it's been my, my practice, my design studio. I founded it in uh, 13 years ago. So I'm lucky to have people who are with me for, for, for a long time. I've developed a, a very good relationship and we have a, a very, uh, how do you say, tight team. We are very close to, to each other. It's, it's more like a family. So we are in a very collaborative uh, uh, mindset. We share a lot. They know now especially the team uh, who's been working for, with me for a long time, they know how I think. They know my, my mental structure. So there's a lot of communication. There's a lot of exchange. Sometimes I come up with the idea. Sometimes they surprise me. Sometimes they innovate. Sometimes they go beyond what I had in mind. And this is what's rich about, uh, about the everyday uh, work uh, at uh, at the office. It's great when you have a great team. Oh, of definitely. course, and and all the awards we were just talking about, they mainly uh, thanks to them. So, do you ever? If you're based in Beirut. Do you ever wonder if uh, things would be different if you were based in Dubai, for example, where most businesses are based, most startups are establishing themselves? 
It's very interesting. I go a lot to, to Dubai. But uh, having uh, grown up here, I'm very attached to Beirut. Beirut is, is, is a magnificent uh, city. It's multi-layered, multi-faced, multicultural. And wherever I go, I get inspire, inspiration from all over the world. But I have to say that my main inspiration comes from sometimes just walking the street here, like now coming to Hamra. It's, it's, it's a wonderful, vibrant, colorful, uh, contradictory city that is very inspiring. So you seemed you're basically now becoming like the the go-to guy anyways regardless of where you're you're based I think people are recognizing that you're kind of the go-to guy now when it comes to designing cool commercial spaces that are like super colorful and um out of the box I mean I I haven't seen so many uh interiors that are as exuberant I would say as the ones that I've seen lately from you There's one, for example, at the Aishti by the Sea here mm-hmm. in Beirut that's super cool, all pink and uh, black striped uh, with pops of turquoise, which is kind of a strange color combination. Um, can you talk a little bit about like um, color and how you use it? Today, with the information at uh, our fingertip, uh, it's very easy to be connected, to see everything that's happening, to order online, to, to, to choose your uh, your. Uh, clothes online and to get delivered home. If you want to go out, we are searching for an experience. We are searching for having more than just seeing what we can see on a web page or on an Instagram account. We have to present and offer new ways of displaying items either for the retail, for any commercial project, for nightclubs, for bars, for, for hospitality. It's all it, the, the human interaction becomes uh, a part of the experience and looking and searching always for a new experience. So, Color so, yeah. is, is a big part today of the visual attraction we tend to uh, search for because of the social media, because of Instagram and, uh, and Facebook and everything we see. We have this craving to experience space and color and materials. And these are elements I use a lot. And I've been developing this idea from when I started. And just now that it's picking up and we're getting more opportunities to use it yeah, and to display it. I feel like there's been kind of a trend towards minimalism over the mm-hmm. last decade, I would say at yes. least. Most of the, mm-hmm. definitely the luxury brands and all that have been, you know, really going for a very sleek, minimal look, uh, monotone palettes, black, white, gray, kind of like they're afraid that maybe the color will outdate quicker or um, it's too much of a statement. Is, is this really a trend you feel now uh, to go back towards stronger state color statements? Especially what you say is is perfectly right because Now we have every year the color of the year and this is the color we have to use and everybody and the year after they, they come up with a completely different color and we feel that the old one is, is, uh, is outdated. I believe that color speaks to the soul. Whatever we do, whatever we, material we use, the construction, uh, the space is very rational. When it comes to color, it's very subjective. It, we have an impression. We like, we don't like, we hate, we love. The color goes directly to the soul, to the heart. And it, 
it's a different connection than just minimalism and constructing space. Color is not, I'm not going to say trendy again, but it's a material today that we can use as part of a space like wood, glass, uh, steel, or uh, any other material. Whereas it wasn't really up till now. It was, it was, but yeah. this minimalism, uh, yeah. minimalist tendency was maybe uh, overtaking all the other ones. Yeah. So, what is the Pantone color of the year this year? This year, I think it, that last year it was coral. Uh, this year, it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a green, mintish green, uh, tea green. Uh, I think I saw it. It was, it was last week. Okay. So you don't pay attention to that at all? Um, no, no. Because it's just interesting. It is interesting, but I, the colors I use are inspired from the space, are inspired from a story I'm trying to tell. Yeah. Through the space, a brand, uh, a project. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't follow any trend or style. I don't follow any trend or style. I, don't, I, I feel that it becomes like a straight jacket. Mm -hmm. So it keeps you from uh, doing what you really want to do. Yeah. So you don't follow trends, but there are certain trends. Like, for example, mm -hmm. in your Maison d'Orient shop, I mm -hmm. noticed, are you using uh, ter terrazzo? Yes. That's kind of a 70s material that's mm -hmm. re-emerged re in the last couple of years, right? Mm -hmm. It's kind of trendy. I mean, we're seeing it a lot. Now it's it's trendy, Terrazzo, but it's it's a material that always existed. You know, it's uh, if you go back to, like, I, w I was I was telling you about this 19th century house. We are in, it was mainly done in terrazzo and terracotta. Explain it's, what terrazzo is. Terrazzo it's it's it was uh, used to be a cheap material because it's left over from marble and stone mixed together with with the cement. So it was originally a material for somebody who couldn't afford big slabs of marble. It's like the pasta puttanesca of construction materials. Exactly. <laughs> But today, with the new technology, you can choose the, the stones you're putting in your terrazzo. You can choose the color, the shape, the size. And it, terrazzo gives you an endless uh, array of possibilities to create uh, a material for your space. So, and then... That's kind of 70s. And I've mm -hmm. been seeing a lot of covers of like interior magazines also very inspired by the 70s. Do you feel that? I feel like the 70s, this tendency, it's like the color of the year. It will, it will, uh, it will come, it will go next year. It's going to be the 60s. The year after, it's going to be minimalism again. Uh, I try not to pay too much attention uh, to these uh, tendencies as they... They, they don't go with, with my vision of, uh, of, uh, of conceiving the project. It's more about doing timeless project, project people will love, will always love, mm -hmm. rather than creating uh, a project for, uh, for just this year, this moment uh, in time. So you do like terrazzo. What are some of the other materials that you like that maybe people are not that familiar with? Colors. Colors. It's, it's it's a material. Which you call like a material, to, material, which is material. odd because it, I wouldn't it call is, it. Because yeah. It is because it takes it it renders like a material. Light is a material if you if if you use it properly. So, color terrazzo light. Sometimes I like to use steel. Sometimes I like to use wood. I like to use raw materials. I like to use simple materials and maximize the effect. It's not about overdoing it 
with the material, but using the material to convey a message or a story. What What's your favorite kind of space to, to design? Do you like doing uh, restaurants, uh, shops? Does it matter really? It doesn't. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, uh, we have a very diversified uh, portfolio, uh, which shows that it's it's not just about one, one uh, uh, kind of space. It's more about the story behind the space, behind the project, behind the product, if it's a brand, uh, behind a music, if it's a nightclub. It's using these elements to, to, to tell a story. Sometimes it's about the space in itself. I like uh, complicated uh, spaces, unexpected, abandoned uh, peop- spaces uh, left, uh, left behind, peop- spaces that, that have a story for, for me to, to tell a story. What about your own house? Are you one of those people like, you know, the shoemaker who has like holes Absolutely. in his shoes? Absolutely. That's me. That's <laughs> really? me. When you're working 14 hours a day, sometimes you don't pay attention to yourself. And uh, and it's a, it's a project that uh, uh, we're going to do with my wife, Rida, and we're just keeping it for, for later on. Yeah, because you work with your wife. She's mm-hmm. also an architect. She's an interior architect. Interior architect. You're mm-hmm. you're an uh, architect. I'm an architect, But yes. you focus mostly on interiors, right? I believe that architecture, interior architecture and design are all part of a big family, which is global design. It's micro, macro. It's seeing things at a different scale. Uh, this is what I was talking about earlier when I was telling you about the collaborative uh, um, mindset of the office. Sometimes on an interior architecture project, I have a team of an architect and an interior architect. Mm-hmm. Having different backgrounds allows allows the project to be richer because we have different perspective. An architect sees at a different scale than a product designer who sees at at the macro scale. Sure, that makes so sense. It, this is very important in in exchanging ideas and having different perception of and different approaches to uh, to a project. So how is it working with your wife? You, you guys have two kids, so you work together 14 hours, you just said. I don't know if you're both there 14 hours. Then you go home, you're together again. <laughs> how does it work? Is it... Uh, Is it fun? I mean, what do you guys talk about? It is. It is. It is very fun. It is very fun because uh, with with my wife, with Rida, we are uh, we have a, a a very good couples dynamic, and we have different uh, 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 how do you say jobs mm-hmm. at uh, at at the studio. She is the managing partner and director of communication, whereas I am more uh, focused on the design aspect and working working the project. So we are very complementary. And this is, this is a, a great thing to have in a couple because it works uh, at, uh, at the office and it works at home. Uh, she... Uh, is very disciplined. She has the rigor that balance my dreamy and messy mind. Mm-hmm. I'm all over the place and she's very focused. And this is this is a great, uh, a, a great combination, combination that works very well. Yeah. So you both have kind of names that are very, um, I mean, Arabic, Lebanese. Mm-hmm. 
that are difficult to pronounce for foreigners, I imagine, when you're traveling <laughs> to projects. When you go to uh, places where people speak English, this is a weird question, but do people call you rabbi? <laughs> they, they, they call me Rabbi, Rabbi, but mainly everybody also call me RG, RG? because, yeah. because of RG architects. Okay. So it makes it much, uh, much easier. Uh, yeah, that's really cool. Actually, mm -hmm. I like it. RG. Can, RG. Can do you like it when people call you that? Like. I got used to it yeah. because now everybody Even at here? the office, yeah, of oh, course. Amazing. They used to close friends. They called yeah. me RG. Oh, okay, mm -hmm. that's good. Good to know. Um, so let me ask you this: What's in your future? Where do you see the practice going in the next ten years? Well, we are growing from one year to another. Last week, we started this conversation by the awards we won, and it's bring it brings a lot of visibility. The project I was. Uh, telling you about in the Gulf, in Africa, they came from the award we won last year. So this is the way to move forward, to expand, to try to get to other markets, try to uh, communicate our vision, our way of doing things, which is different. It's uh, on purpose. From the beginning, I tried to find my own way. It was difficult. It wasn't easy. People didn't get it uh, immediately. It took a lot of time. On the 13 years, maybe it took it took eight years. Really? But now that people are getting more sensible and, and appreciating what we're doing, it's opening new doors for us. And this is what 2020 should be about and presenting more projects and being able to also have fun and, uh, and create uh, new experiences. Well, you guys are doing an amazing job. Love what you're doing. Thank you. And by the way, your English is really great. You were you were worried, but it's, terrible. it's not terrible at all. <laughs> Thank I, you very I, much, I, Nadia. Thank you I, for having me. I, I loved uh, having you too. And um, thanks for stopping by. Um, are you still here? That's really great. Thank you so much for joining us. Check us out on hakoadi.com and on social media. Our handle is at themensroom.show on Instagram. See you.